Hey, it's February 8th, 2016, and this is episode four. So grab your camera and come on over and join us in The Cube. Welcome to The Queue, a show that's 95% Disney, 5% tacos. Ooh, tacos are... Everybody likes tacos. Yes, I do. Well, anyways, I'm Ryan. And I'm Scott. So, Scott, you'll yes, never Ryan. guess what I did today. What did you do today? I saw Star Wars The Force Awakens for the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th time. Did you really? I did. <laughs> oh, man. And is it still just as good? It is. I need to go see it again. I've only seen it three times. Wow, I'm sorry. Yeah, just a just a small little measly three times. Yeah, although I will say that this will most likely be my final time seeing it in the theater. My OCD just wants me to stop at 10. <laughs> it's a nice whole even number. It's true. One it's zero, good, it's so definitive. It's like, ugh, 10 commandments, you're good, you're strong, you're solid. So yeah, makes it, sense to me. It's memorable too. Like 20 years from now, I'll be like, oh yes, little Timmy, when that movie was in the theater. I won't be that old in how many years did I say? 10 or 20? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I'll be able to remember 10. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's go on to talk about what's new. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, Scott. So what's going on? What's new? Well, got a couple of things going on this week. First off, it was announced that, I thought this was pretty cool, each land, themed land at Walt Disney World is going to get their own general manager. Huh. So before the way it was set up was that one manager in a park would be in charge of like the retail, one manager would be in charge of like um, all the custodial stuff and whatnot. Yeah. So it was divided like that. But now one manager is going to be in charge of each themed land, which I think is going to be awesome. So like a, a land president. Yes. <laughs> I'm the president of Fantasyland. Exactly. The king so, of hearts. <laughs> so I think this will, I think it's cool for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I think this will give each manager a real sense of pride for their land. Oh, for sure. So now, and, and I also think that will create competition between lands. Mm. So it's like, you know, you know, like maybe behind the scenes, you can be like, oh, you know, hey, Jim, you know, Adventureland's really looking a lot better than Tomorrowland these days, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Friendly competition. And he'll be like, don't forget you, man. I'm going to show you Tomorrowland's going to be the best. And then, oh, no, man, <laughs> Adventureland all the way. Exactly. So that is what's going to happen. <laughs> and everyone will gain from it. <laughs> and every land will be even more amazing. Is this just in the Magic Kingdom or is this at all the parks? <clears throat> as far as I understand, understand it's for all the parks Ooh. so which i think is a great move who's gonna I, be the president i mean manager of star wars land it's a good question it could be you you know you, you play your cards right ryan you could be there everyone let's vote for me <laughs> <laughs> so i'm excited for this um i think what i heard was back in the day um it kind of used to be like this i think at one point I'm not exactly sure to what extent it was, but basically when uh, the parks weren't doing so great back in the day, they were going under hard times, they consolidated managers. And um, I think now they're getting back to this point where there's a manager per themed land and actually res uh, resorts. That was the other one. So each resort is now getting their own manager. Whereas I guess before one manager might cover multiple resorts. So hmm. that's cool. Yeah. I like it. Good I think news. it's pretty awesome. What uh, else? Only, I mean, it can only improve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other news. So Disney, uh, ABC is doing a TV special of Disneyland's 60th anniversary, which is going right. to be pretty awesome. Yeah. They're going to have some cool stuff going on, but I thought the one thing in particular that was really cool is Harrison Ford is going to be what? a guest on it. What? And he is going to introduce a preview of Star Wars Land. What? Yes. <laughs> I am so giddy with excitement right now. So February 21st at 8 p.m. on ABC, 
and we might with get such to glee. see a little bit of what's <sighs> coming for Star Wars Land. And by Harrison Ford too. By by the man himself, which I don't. He's you know, my I favorite. just I just feel like Harrison Ford's over it, man. He's just like he's just done with. He may it be all. over with Star Wars. Yeah, but he, we all know that he still loves Indy. I mean, not he's not over life, you know. <laughs> like, I, think, I don't know. A plane crash and uh and an incident filming Star Wars, dude. He's like pretty accident prone. I feel like yeah. you always hear about him getting into something. But I mean, let's be fair. He's he's fragile now. He's over <laughs> he's seventy. There. I don't know if he should be doing another indie as much as he wants to. But I mean, hey, hey, all the I power love to indie. Him. More the more indie, the better, as long as it's done properly. Yeah. So, well, that's cool. That is very. I'm cool. I'm excited about that. I also. So speaking of the uh, 60th anniversary TV special for Disneyland, I. Uh, also noticed via following uh, many people on Instagram and Snapchat that Elton John was there performing. Um, was what, a couple weeks ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be there on the special as well. Yeah. That should be good. Yeah, he was performing in front of um, Sleeping Beauty's castle mm-hmm. at Disneyland. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Super cool. What else? So, <clears throat> and then the last story we have, uh, I thought was really interesting, was about why Ray isn't found in any Star Wars merchandise. Oh, yeah, let's talk about this because <laughs> as we all know, Ray is Bay. <laughs> and, so, and if you'll excuse me, I'm sorry. Guys, don't even worry about it because Daisy and I, we will be married, so mm-hmm. don't even try. Just calling it. She's, she's mine. <laughs> she just doesn't know it yet, but she will. It's a little creepy, but you know, I mean. No, I've got it all planned out. All right. So I'm going to, and I've been doing the research. <laughs> Trust right, me. Let's hear it. Go okay, ahead. Okay, so... Uh, I am going to apply to be an extra in Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh-huh. They start filming in the spring, and uh, I'm th- then she's just like, "I'm going to be there, right? I'm going to yeah. be an extra. Uh-huh. And I'm going to play it like super cool. Like, I mean, I'm going to look awesome because I'm me. That's okay. not super good, like good confidence. I, I'm, you know, that's that's not ego. I'm I'm just I'm confident. That's good. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to be there, right? Whatever role they have me in, like, even if it's a stormtrooper and I got a helmet on, like. I'm just gonna be be around, just cool, whatever, at the catering table or something like that. Like, not even like, like be looking at her or anything like that. But she's gonna see me. Just gonna be putting out the vibes. Yeah, putting out the vibes. Putting out the gotcha. vibes, but like subconsciously. And then like she's gonna be like, who's that guy? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then eventually, somehow, like we'll, we might like bump into each other at the catering mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. and I'll totally play it like, oh hey, uh, I'm Ryan. What what's your name? <laughs> You know this. Uh, this has promise. Yeah. You uh, you keep us updated on this. Oh, it's gonna work, man. Yeah. It's totally gonna work. Uh, yeah, Got it all planned out. <laughs> Anyways, I back think we to could Ray. be. I think we could be perfect together. Yeah, I believe you. I think you guys would be a great couple. So I'm for you guys. Thanks. If anyone else is for us, please let's start a petition or something. <laughs> let's. Come on, guys. I need your help. Maybe you could just like petition to get a coffee date or something with her. You know. Like I, if, I'd if, take if you that. if you stir up enough. So online, you know? Oh, totally. We could start could totally something. Happen. So, sorry, I'm, I keep derailing us, but I just got to tell the story. It's fun. <laughs> Can we talk about toys now? Oh, of course. <clears throat> so, <laughs> apparently, like, people were all upset, you know, of course. You've probably seen online. Oh, yeah. You know, where's Ray? That was, like, even the, a hashtag going around. The leading character of Star Wars The Force Awakens. So, the rumor is, the word on the street... And I'm not sure if this has been 100% verified or not. Wait, did you say rumor? I think this is a rumor. <laughs> okay, so go on. <laughs> so the word on the street is that when the toy makers, quote unquote, whatever. Who, who are these toy them, makers? They're the, the makers of the toys. Are they elves? They could be. So they came and they first presented all the toys to the Disney executives. And the executives were like, uh, we don't know if we want to see Ray featured this prominently. And so eventually what had happened is the executives just told them to minimize Ray like deliberately in all the toys. Wow. So she was taken out. They put all their eggs in... Kylo Ren's basket. Like he was the breakout character they thought 
was going to be like that everyone was going to love. And they were very surprised to find out that everyone's like all about Ray. Yeah. Which to me is like, that's, that's obvious, right? (laughs) I mean, she's like the main freaking character. Oh, for sure. I mean, I do love myself some Kylo Ren. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. But you see Ray way more. leading lady. Exactly. So it just like blows my mind. Like, why is that a surprise? I don't get it. Who knows? And it goes off of what we were talking about last week of how they're like rewriting the script because of how... People loved Ray so much. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, I don't. I just. Okay. I, just, so I don't get it. What I'm hearing is that Disney needs us. They I, need I, us just to obviously. like talk some like sense into some of their decisions before they have to go back and rewrite and recall and remake. So one of my buddies sent me a text in re, uh, in regards to this topic that uh, they released a, a Star Wars Monopoly set that did not include Ray. And he's like, hey, you should probably get this because they're going to come out with one with Ray. Mm. And so the one without Ray, maybe someday later on down the road, might be worth a pretty penny. It's true. I, yeah. I didn't get it, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably still out there, right? Probably. Who knows? Yeah. No, I had a... Uh, that was actually cited like specifically in one of the articles I was reading that Hasbro has completely reassured fans that Ray will be included in the upcoming Monopoly. <laughs> People were rioting in the streets. God. <laughs> Monopoly. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's just I don't I don't know I don't get why that was even a thing. I mean, they're saying like you know I I guess like most action figures are catered towards boys. Boys, obviously. of course, yeah. That's and I so mean, that that's was the kinda, market. Yeah, <clears throat> that was kind of their thing. They were saying girls would or boys wouldn't want to play with a girl action figure. That's true. I, okay, I could I could see that. I can understand that. That the majority. I'm, obviously, they have team of researchers that know way more about this than we do. Yeah, it's their livelihood. So, of course, the the major market would be younger boys. Um, but I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of young girls dressed up as Ray. Yeah. Uh, one of uh, my good friends, who's a who's a, a great father, he's got um, three daughters, and uh, his oldest one um, loves Ray. And uh, they were going to the Disney store, and he, he, they were super bummed to find like no Ray toys. No Ray. Where's Ray? I don't know. She's uh she's hanging out with Luke. She's on that island. It's true. She's just stranded there. Yeah. Well, she they're probably like training, so oh. she's gonna like come back and be this <laughs> BA Jedi. Yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Uh, yeah, we can we can hope. So, well, I'm excited that they're writing in a bigger role for her. Hopefully, oh totally. Everyone loves her. She should have already had that role. Okay, so as we move on, we would like to introduce a very new segment to the queue called Listener Voice Impersonations. Listener Voice Impersonations. So before we play our very first listener voice impersonation, I just want to give a, a, a quick summary as to what this new segment is. So this is a way for you, the listener, to be heard here on our show in a fun and wacky way. That's right. We want to hear your guys' best Disney voice impersonation. Can you do the voice of Mickey well? Can you do the voice of Kermit well? Can you do Fozzie the Bear? Can you do Yoda? I want to hear it, and I want to hear you. Welcome us to the queue in your best voice impersonation. So this week, for the very first voice impersonation, one of my good friends here in Charlotte, North Carolina, Scott Brinkley, has sent us a very nice voice impersonation of Fozzie the Bear. Hey, I'm Fozzie Bear, and I'm in the queue. Waka waka! Thanks, Scott. That was that was great. Yeah, I'm excited to hear some of these. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing that as often as we can, as often as you guys are willing to send us voice impersonations. How do people send us voice impersonations, Ryan? That is a great question. So as of right now, the best way to do that is to send them to our email, theqcast@gmail.com. What was that? TheQCast at gmail.com. One more time in case they didn't hear. TheQCast, like <laughs> the Q plus podcast equals TheQCast at gmail.com. So basically, the simplest way to do it would be to grab your iPhone or whatever smartphone you have. You've got a voice memo app. Open that voice memo app. Record something along the lines of, hey, I'm this character and you're listening to The Q. Can Just, you give us an example? Um... 
What, who do you got? Oh, you throw. Yeah, oh, I'm on the spot now. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. Uh, uh, who can I do? Oh man. Uh, we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, you take your phone, open your voice memo, just record something in whatever character voice you got, saying "Hi, I'm this character, and you're listening to the queue," or some sort of variation like that. Stop the recording, and in that app, you should have some sort of share icon. Hit share, and then send to email, and then type in the QCast at gmail.com, and we'll get that, and we'll play it for you right here on the show, and you'll hear your voice, your lovely impersonation. Even if it's not that great, don't be afraid. There to is send no it not in. that great. I know Scott's is probably very impressive, and you know he's he's very talented. He he, it is his hobby to do voice impersonations. So. This is not an opportunity for people to compare themselves. This is just an opportunity to have fun. Exactly. So on this week's show topic, we're going to talk about a little thing called Instagram. Instagram! And not just Instagram, but taking any kind of photos in the Disney parks. Just photos in general. So I know we get asked a lot, we being... My fiance Emily and I on our Instagram account. Oh yeah, Disney. Yeah. So let's just take a quick step back, just in case there's people out here that don't know. Scott and I both have uh, Instagram accounts that are dedicated to Disney. Scott has been. You had your account for what over a year now? Yeah, a little over a year. And it's got a great following. Uh, I'm sure many of you listening right now uh, found out about this show because of that. Uh, I've had mine just for several months now as well. So. Uh, Scott's definitely got a lot to say about this just because he's got a lot of uh, experience. I think it's kind of fun just because we have different approaches to this where uh, I chose to limit myself to only using an iPhone. For now. For now, that's true. (laughs) That's my excuse because I don't have a camera. I say that I've personally chosen to limit myself to an iPhone. (laughs) But anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt, Scott. So you and Emily get asked quite often. We do. So we get asked a lot what camera we use, you know, like tips oh, yeah. and tri- tricks on taking photos, mm-hmm. editing style, all these kind of things. All of the above. So we thought it would be a fun topic to talk about this kind of stuff on the podcast here. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm, I still don't even know everything. Yeah. That's the great thing about taking pictures in the parks. There's, you've never, quote unquote, arrived. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be learning a new technique or there's always going to be new gear or new things to try, new combinations of gear plus lighting and this and that. And it's, it's, it's fun because it never gets old. It never gets dull. There's always something new to chase, new to find. For sure. I think that's why so many people love it. And there are some really talented photographers yes. on Instagram that take some gorgeous pictures, way better than any of the pictures that I know I take. Oh, and I mean, it's we. I just love following them. Yeah, they're they're really inspirational. Super inspirational. Yeah. So if you want to know who some of those are, just look at the followers that uh, we follow, or look at the people we follow on Instagram. Yeah. And you can find some of them as well. Yeah, yeah. But we thought we'd break it down into a few different topics. Um, but I, I mean, for me, I I've never considered myself a photographer. I mean, all of my work really um, is video. Yeah. And I'm definitely not a photographer. Yeah, so I'm video, you're audio. Neither of us are really uh, work in photography whatsoever. It's kind of just become a little fun side hobby. Yes. Um, And I'm just, I mean, I'm really grateful that people really appreciate the photos that uh, we get to take because, I mean, I know know I'm just, obviously this is always a learning process for both of us, really. And so, I mean... I love doing it. It's fun. It's something that I really enjoy doing in the parks. I mean, Emily and I spend so much time like looking for photos <laughs> to get, or we'll just go into oh, the parks at specific you guys times will and buy a treat just to take a picture <laughs> of it. Yes, <laughs> yes, we will. Do even for the shot. Do you even eat it afterwards, or you, what? What do you do in those situations? Uh, m- most of the treats we'll eat. I, well, I know one specifically we bought was a pretzel. And we, none of us, neither of us wanted the pretzel, <laughs> but we bought it because we wanted to take pictures what, of it. Was I it think the, I ate the Mickey pretzel? Yeah, the Mickey pretzel. I ate a couple bites of it and then it like fell on the ground. I was like, oh, oh well, yeah. yeah. Didn't want it anyways. <laughs> I, uh, I will confess, I've also done that uh, just because we were talking one time about, you know, Instagram and taking pictures. And uh, you had mentioned to me that 
for some reason, people like pictures of food. And I mean, I, I get it because food's amazing. And you know, when you get to see it and you're like, wow, that looks delicious and I really want that. So it's like, okay. When I was there over Christmas, I bought a uh, fun-shaped Mickey gingerbread cookie. Well, I, honestly, I hate gingerbread. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. Man, so, I loved my gingerbread cookie. Uh, I had like this awesome picture in, my, in mind. I was like, okay, I'm going to hold up the gingerbread oh, in front cookie of the tree, in right? front of the tree. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't time it quite right. So it's was, it was getting a little bit dark and with an iPhone, it doesn't really work well in the dark. So it didn't turn out as great as I want. So I didn't even, I didn't enjoy the cookie because I don't like gingerbread. And it's like the picture didn't even turn out as great as I want to. <laughs> so it's kind of a lose-lose situation there for me. But uh, hey, A for effort, Ryan. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate so, it. Well, you know what Ryan takes his pictures with, obviously, now. Yes. He's iPhone. I use the iPhone a bit as well. Um, it's just so much Percentage easier. Percentage-wise, what do you? how many times do you use iPhone versus camera? Uh, iPhone is maybe like 30%. So 30%, okay. 25%, 30% iPhone, 70, 75% camera. Cool. So I use, and everyone always asks, like, oh, what camera do you use? What camera do you use? What camera do you use? I don't, I, obviously, I don't think it's about the camera. Because half the time, I mean, there are people who are using like your intro line cameras, yeah, and creating these amazing images. Oh yeah. So, I actually, I had, I actually just sold it, but I had a Panasonic GH4. For anyone who's ever wondered, um, I would never suggest that camera though <laughs> to <laughs> someone who is looking to get into photography. I bought it because of its video capabilities. Okay. And it just so happened to be a pretty decent take still photos camera as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a micro four-thirds sensor, meaning the sensor's really small, so it's not great in low light. You don't get a nice shallow depth of field. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> you know, for, for people who don't know, I guess, some of the t- these terms, you don't have to know them, really, I guess. I, but I, I only know these terms because I, as an audio engineer, I work with video people. That's the only way I know this stuff yeah. is through osmosis of working with <laughs> video and, and, yeah, photographers, yeah. And I mean, if and side note on that, I mean, if you really want to learn, I learn just by watching YouTube videos. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. YouTube is your 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 encyclopedia for anything ever. Exactly. So if you want to learn how to use a camera beyond just like the automatic settings, yes, go to YouTube. Yes. You learn about you know shutter speed, aperture, ISO, all these wonderful things to help make better images. Yeah, and so. and like Scott was saying before, and this is totally applicable to any any trade or whatever it's it's not so much the gear that makes the the art whatever it is whether it's in photography and i always hate it when people say that too (laughs) it's true um you've got some of the best musicians in the world that can play the most beautiful songs in the world on a 50 dollar instrument or something like that you don't need a thousand plus dollar fill in the blank to make whatever art you want to make it's it always comes from within um, so really don't stress on, oh, well, I don't have this, so I can't. I'm, it's it's what, what's inside of you that counts, and you can make it work. So encouraging, Ryan. So I, encouraging. I try. So inspirational. I'm here for everyone if you need me. <laughs> so, I mean, there are some entry-level DSLRs for sure that what you What does could DSLR get. stand for? Why did you have to ask me that? <laughs> it just popped in. <laughs> Do you even know? Gosh, now you're gonna make me Google it. <laughs> I should really know this. Oh gosh. Digital single lens reflex camera. That's that, what I'm gonna. That's what my guess okay, is. Okay, that's a lot of fancy words. And that's exactly what it is, because I just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I should know that, but I mean, who who really probably knows that? Uh, yeah, well, everyone knows, like, oh yeah, DSLR. That's that's a fancy that's a fancy camera talk right there. <laughs> I got my distiller and I'm that's, ready to get to my pictures. That's your backwoods North Carolina. <laughs> Gosh, it's rubbing off. <laughs> so I mean, you can get like a basic entry level DSLR. Like Canon has some, probably around I mean three to five hundred dollars. That's pretty like. I mean, it's still a lot, I know. Yeah. But I mean, you and can. Again, th- and again, this this is if you're wanting to start investing exactly. in, in yeah. taking pictures and photography at Disney or in general. Yeah. This so, is definitely like first steps. <clears throat> one of the first ca- one of the first cameras that I had was a Canon T3i, and it was a great camera. I mean, I t- took some beautiful images with it, did some great video. Yeah. It was great. I've heard a lot of people starting with that. Yeah. 
a lot of people will go the Nikon route um, and get like a, I think it's like a 30, D3200, I want to say, something around those lines. Yeah. And so, I mean, both of those are like nice entry-level cameras if you really want to get and turn this into like a nice hobby for you. Yeah. So, um, Which but, I'm, I'm thinking about doing. I'm I know thinking, we talked about yeah. you getting a camera. I kind of like my little niche though, you know? <laughs> Stick with the iPhone? Yeah, because every once in a while, I'll get someone commenting on my pictures. It's like, oh, what what did you use? And I'm just, I just use my iPhone. Like, yeah, I, I think it's really encouraging to people to see like, you took this image on an iPhone. So I, it's like, oh, I can take that image too. Exactly. That's one of the reasons why I love it is because I, I'm, I've been trying, you know, to, to learn and get really good about taking pictures with my iPhone and understanding its limitations and what works and what doesn't work and embracing mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. Um, so people can see like, hey, I can take awesome pictures too. And I've got the same gear that he has. And so I'm, I'm always encouraged by that. And I'm, you know, I love like just letting people know, like I'll, I take my pictures with my iPhone and I edit all on the iPhone. That's all I do. What editing apps do you usually use? So right now I only use two. Um, I use just the basic editing within just like the Photos app on the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. That's super powerful. And you yeah. were actually the one that turned me on to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do a lot of great things in there. Um, and then I will also sometimes use uh, Viesco. Visco. Visco Cam. Yeah. Uh, I like... I don't know. I, I started using that before, so it's it's almost like a creature of habit. But yeah. I'll, I'll thumb through some of their filters. Uh, and if I use a filter, it's just very, very lightly. Um, the great thing about Visco is you can choose a filter and you don't have to, it's not like an on-off filter. You can set how gradual you yeah. want it to affect your photo. Yeah, so I think when, you know, when I started, oh yeah, Disney... I always want all the images of Disney to be nice and vibrant, bright, yes. colorful. I mean, that's, so that was always the style that I ended up going for. Yeah, that's very saturated. That's Disney, anyways. Yeah, too. That's, exactly. Yeah. So that's how I see Disney. It's this bright, fun, happy place. It's not as artistic. Like my personal um, profile has definitely got more of a different style. Mm-hmm. But Dis- the Disney Instagram, very bright, colorful, and I, I love it. I love yeah, seeing it. I, I do too. There, I. I do also enjoy seeing, there's several accounts out there where they do have more of themed photos where mm-hmm. some people will stay closer to like black and white yeah, or super high contrast. Uh, and that's great. Like if, if you want to like make that your thing, go for it. Yeah. Like I definitely think um, if taking pictures in the parks, like own it. Yeah. And that kind of leads into another thing I wanted to talk about because another question we always get asked is do we think people should start their own Disney Instagram account or their own sort of inspired account yeah and I mean it's it's up to you I mean don't definitely don't feel intimidated because there are so many out there yeah I mean there definitely are there are more now than when I started yep. and there's going to be more tomorrow than there are today you know exactly. it's like it's definitely a growing common thing but I mean if it's something that you enjoy doing why not you know have fun with it it's it's create your own your own personal space you can post all your Disney pictures and that's what I did with my account you know yeah. I, like I've said my my friends kind of got tired of seeing <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> all the Disney photos that I was posting on my personal account so I was like well I'm just going to create an Instagram and put all my Disney photos there yeah <laughs> it took me a while to jump on the bandwagon but uh that was basically the same thing for me. My personal account was just flooded with Disney pictures. And after a while, I started getting random people following me that I didn't know because of my Disney pictures. And everyone that did know me is like, oh, do you just live at the parks? Do you, <laughs> do you live in the castles? <laughs> um, okay, I get it. I post yeah. a lot of Disney pictures. So it it's just a great outlet for me to be like, Disney, ah, exhale Disney. But then yeah. also the really great part of it is the community. Totally. I love uh, hearing from people, uh, whether it's just, you know, people saying like, oh, that's awesome. Or even people asking me questions, like I said, about like how I take pictures. But not only that, like I love that I've kind of created a platform uh, for uh, people going to the parks by themselves. I know that's something... Uh, 
a lot of people are interested, but then I know some people are curious about it, but kind of intimidated by it. Mm -hmm. So I love that uh, I'll occasionally get people asking me ideas or tips about, hey, I'm about to go to the park by myself. Do you have any tips? Or, oh, hey, I just went to the park by myself, loved it, had a great time, stuff like that. I love that I can be able to uh, help people out in that regards, which that's been super powerful for me. Yeah, and I know like it's never about the numbers or how many followers you get and stuff. But man, I mean, we really do get excited every time I log in. I see like, yeah, of course. you know, one follower or two followers. It's just like, it's so awesome that people care enough about yeah. our photos to follow us. And that's, I mean, we're always super grateful for that. Yeah. So that's I, I, exciting. I think it's just human nature. Yeah. So um, I use for editing, I do use the Photos app as well. The one that's built in yeah. to the phone. Um, so that's if you take pictures on your phone. With my phone, yeah. Um, Tell me about your process if you take a picture with uh, your fancy camera. Um, so one other app I'll use, I'll tell you oh, I'm, on I'm the sorry. iPhone. What <laughs> you just like interrupted me there? Gosh. I want to know. <laughs> uh, I also use InLight. I Ooh. usually think it costs like five bucks. I've never a, heard of this. It's a really cool app. You can do a lot of masking and like advanced things. I don't even use all of them. Mm, um, what is masking? Like you can edit like one specific part of the picture. Uh-huh. And not like the whole thing when you apply a filter. Or I could have used that great, the other yeah, day because exactly. I had a picture with like this one thing that I like wanted to like get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. You should get in light. Mm, in light. I'm gonna. I mean, that I, up right I hop now. around with a lot. I mean, I use Afterlight some. I use Lightroom for the iPhone some. I mean, it's it's whatever you know, <laughs> like all over the place with it. But on the computer, when I take photos with my camera, I use Lightroom 100. percent for sure. Lightroom is made by Adobe? Adobe Lightroom. Adobe Lightroom. Yeah. So it's definitely a really awesome tool. Um, and I mean, I don't do anything like super fancy for sure. And man, I'm like, I'm like really hard on my photos too, because like I said, I don't consider myself a photographer. I don't really like, I mean, the photos I take half the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just constantly like want to get better, you yeah. know? And I think that's like us, like in the fields that we're in, like the creative industry, you're like, we're always pushing ourselves to like improve, to get better. So, I mean, that's why I love following other Disney accounts. It's like, oh man, that photo looks awesome. Yeah. I'm going to try to do better next time. Exactly. Or like people will like post photos where they've done like, photo bracketing and like you know they're combining photos and oh like yeah all this kind of stuff and i'm like man that's that's another level i'm not even there yet but eventually so talk more about your process with lightroom because this is something i've always been curious like what do you do how much does lightroom even cost is that oh, expensive it's not too bad um i know it's part of i i I have the Adobe um, Creative oh, okay. Cloud yep, being a video thing. editor naturally. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure how much it co- I want to say it's like um, maybe 40, 50 bucks if you just want to oh, buy. Like standalone? I think. I mean, don't okay. quote me on that. <laughs> so not bad. I'm not sure, but I want to say it's at least in that ballpark if they still sell it standalone. I think they do, but I know you can subscribe to Creative Cloud and get it for $10 a month. Oh, cool. Uh, and, but, I mean, option. that's not the only, of course, the not the only photo editing app oh, yeah, on a definitely. computer. It, I, I know what Apple has. Uh, what, what, is, what does Mac have? Afterlight? Oh, just the Photos app? Well, you can use I mean, that can use too, that, but yeah. don't they have like some fancy photo editor? Oh, uh, Aperture? Yeah. They stopped... Um, they don't make it anymore. Huh, but okay. I mean, they did, and it's probably cheap. So, <laughs> I mean, you can do the same features in that too. Yeah. So, talk through your process of editing on a computer. So, obviously, a lot of it's going to start in camera. Yep. You know, and we'll talk a little bit about when we take photos, what time of day, and whatnot in a minute. But I mean, you want to always make sure your shots exposed properly. And if you're a photographer, this is obviously pretty obvious. So, make sure it's exposed properly. Um, but as far as like specific style and whatnot that I edit the photo, I mean, realistically, it's like a little bit of boosting the shadows, reducing some highlights, uh, adding some sharpness, and then a whole lot of saturation <laughs> and <Yes>. vibrance, <laughs> you know. Um, and I mean, that's, pop. Yeah, I mean, so that's like the basic gist of it, yeah. you know. I like these, they're not like HDR images, but they are like everything's nice and bright, Yeah, you know. Not really contrasty, you know. So cool. good. That's to know. that's my style. That's what I like, you know. And it's gonna vary between everyone, you know. Yeah. 
you find what you like. And I mean, it's, it's great to hear that too, because for the most part, that's basically what I'm doing on an iPhone. Yeah. It's the same thing as yeah. like going in, you know, boosting the saturation, touching up some of the highlights and the shadows, adjusting the sharpness. It's pretty basic. Same yeah. thing, yeah. So Nothing too crazy. Again, that's whether you have a fancy camera and fancy editing or like me, just on an iPhone, it's same thing, same process. Totally. So... Uh, are you? Do you want to talk about like you just talked, alluded to the kind of the beginning of the process? Yeah, it all starts with like taking the picture. Totally. So I know when Emily and I go, um, and we have like certain photos in mind, where I look, we'll either take them first thing in the morning or around sunset. Yes. AKA golden hour. Yes. And tell us why. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's just the magical hour, you know, it's it magic hour. It is so magical. And um, so early in the morning, you've got softer light, mm-hmm. you know, sun's coming up. It's not like blaring yet. Yep. So you don't, it's not like heavy contrast. So you can get some nice images then. And then, you know, from like 11 to, I mean, it, it's going to vary when the sun sets, but you know, the mid part of the day, it's overhead, sun's overhead, yeah. beaming down on you. You know, Florida, Everything is hot heat. super bright. Super bright. And you've got really big shadow. Like High especially, contrast images. Yeah, especially yeah. if the sun's right over you, you're going to have weird shadows. Yep. So we usually don't take photos during that time, unless we're like in a shaded area or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Or if it's overcast. Yeah. A lot of clouds can be good too. Um, it. It's, I hate clouds. <laughs> Why? Because I love those blue skies. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like if you've got like a thick patch of clouds that are covering the sun, but then you still got blue sky. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, could totally, be great totally. too. It, it's kind of a natural diffuser. I thought you meant like gloomy, oh, yeah, cloudy no. day. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you there too. The last trip that I went to, uh, the first couple of days was all overcast. No, I didn't see sky at all. And yeah, I, I hate was, taking photos. I was taking all these days. pictures, but I'm like, oh man, they, they just don't look magical. There's no yeah. bright blue sky totally. and white puffy clouds. Yeah, so I think both of our feeds, <laughs> like if you scroll through them, you're going to see like a lot of bright sky, yeah. blue skies, I've nice got white one or fluffy two clouds. From that trip. <laughs> yeah. So definitely, I, and we always love Right around golden hour, sunset. Yes. It's just magic. Especially if you can get like a great sunset where you've got those like oranges in the clouds and some pinks in the sky. Yeah. Ooh, that's. You got some nice ones from Epcot. I did. That was cool. I tried. (laughs) Man, I remember one time me and Emily were sitting outside of Space Mountain. I think I just rode it. She sat uh, outside because it makes her queasy sometimes. So I got off the ride. A little rumbly in the tumbly. <laughs> and we're like sitting there. We're like talking. I'm like looking at my phone. And we turn around. And I'm like, holy crap. Like it's the most <laughs> amazing sunset ever. Like it looked awesome. Yeah. So we get up and we start like running towards the castle. Because <laughs> I'm like, I need to get some yes. photos. So we're like bolting over there. I mean, it's it's a pretty decent ways. It's like crowded. We're going through people yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And literally right as I get over there, it's like, gets dark like sunset <laughs> it's just like nothing anymore uh, and that's the it loses thing that's, its color yeah it's it's such a battle like with taking good photos and it's it's like a balance of luck and and just timing knowing uh, where to be yeah. yeah it's 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 really unpredictable at times sometimes you can get just like great situations great lighting uh sometimes you can be ready for like taking awesome pictures and you're just kind of out of luck whether it's overcast or i don't know so yeah. it's it's one of the, it's this balance like sometimes you just get lucky you're in the right spot at the right time sometimes you have to run across the park and then you miss it or yep. i think one of our favorite places to take pictures um is in new fantasy land like we yeah. love just especially around sunset, I mean, like oh, yeah. golden hour, you got the sun coming through. It just gives everything this awesome like glow. Oh man, so good. So we've taken quite a few photos there. And then you can start playing, like when the sun gets low enough, you start playing with those flares behind the camera and mm-hmm. you know, all these nice backlit images and it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, great stuff indeed. <laughs> so another place I really love to take pictures is at the front of Main Street. I think that's probably my yes. favorite. And I for, I know at least for me, as soon as I walk in to the Magic Kingdom, it's like I'm pulling out my phone. It's like, I've taken so many pictures of this already, but I can't stop taking exactly. more. <laughs> How many pictures of the castle do you have, Scott? Oh my gosh. Probably, I don't, I don't even know. 1.2 million? <laughs> it feels that way. I think I have 1.3 million. Oh, 
That's a lot of images on your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, front of Main Street, especially on Slight like exaggeration. a nice, like, pretty sky day yes. or like sunset. And like, man, I'll just like, right when we get onto the front of Main Street, front and center. Yep. Right over the tracks. Boom. Looking down Main Street. Yeah. Castle back there. Click, 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 click. And I think a lot of it too is just the intentionality uh, that Disney put into designing the park. It's there's intentionality with the design of it so that it is photogenic. You've got these leading lines of Main Street directing right down to this castle. It's like, as soon as you step onto Main Street, it, it is a picture. They say it's the most photographed thing in the world. I don't doubt I'm it. I'm pretty sure. I don't doubt it. Which is crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. Everything in the whole world. Yeah. Take like, that, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Take that, so. Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Take that, Niagara Falls. Yeah. <laughs> Disney for the win. So, I, and I also like love taking photos that are like centered. Like symmetry is a big thing. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we didn't really even talk about like framing and stuff, but that's, I mean, that's a whole technique. The rule of Obviously, thirds. That's all you need to know. Yeah, rule of thirds, centering things. Love centering things. Love putting things like probably my favorite picture is putting something on the lower third centered <laughs> in an image lots of sky above that's interesting for some reason my thing is not that it's close my thing is you like that tilted stuff I, I like tilt but I also like either bottom left bottom right of the th- well of then the you'll thirds. like the image I posted today Ryan did you happen to I, see I, that I did <laughs> see that it was amazing so that's your kind of image yeah so I love that I back when I just had my personal account, it was always photo after photo of the castle, like in the bottom right with blue sky taking over the rest or the spaceship Earth, bottom left with sky. It's like, I've I've got a thing for the sky. I've got a thing for image in the bottom corner. That's probably my second, like most common way to post pictures, I think. But like, man, like all, you get all the the major, what do you got? Attractions or sites, whatever. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like castle, bottom center frame. You know, then you've got like Epcot, Spaceship Earth, bottom center frame. <laughs> yeah. The Tree of Life, bottom center yeah. frame. It's fun to just like try and change stuff like that up too. Like, especially, uh, obviously for like fireworks, you want that center. Yeah. Or, but hey, there's, that's the great thing about art and photography is art. Is there, there aren't any rules. It's just guidelines. So in art, it's just self-expression. So don't get caught up on, oh, I can't take this picture because, oh, the rule of thirds says it's going to look bad. No, do whatever you want. Make it look good. Some of the best art is by people breaking rules. There you go. Do your thing, right? Do your thing. (laughs) So um, let me see. World Showcase, always fun to take pictures. I actually recently did, I thought this was just fun just because talking about my love for the sky and I, lo- I love good architecture. So one of my trips I was walking around and I was thinking to myself, man, I'm always taking pictures of all these, all the different pavilions around the world showcase at Epcot. Um, and I was like, you know what? Why don't I just start a fun little series that's uh, Epcot, a series of all the different pavilions. And then I found myself taking pictures again of like something in the lower third in the in a bottom corner with sky. And it's like, okay, so we've got all these unique buildings for different countries. And I've got a thing for sky and I guess it's the roof of the building. So, okay, started the Ebtop. Ebtop. <laughs> Oops, got my words confused there. I got the Ebcot rooftop series. That's what it is. So Epcot, I, I did that. That's kind of hard to say. It is hard. Epcot, it's rooftop. easier to type. Yeah. Epcot rooftop. Say that five times fast. Go. Nah. Okay. <laughs> you didn't do your voice impersonation. I don't have to say your Epcot thing. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> if I do my voice impersonation later, will you do the Epcot rooftop? Sure. Five times fast. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair, fair. We'll get there. So, uh, yeah. So I started a series and that's fun. Uh, I Again, it's fun to just like be creative and start a series. I thought that was 
enjoyable. It was a little personal challenge. So when I was in the park, again, it was golden hour. The sun was setting. I was like, oh man, I got to hit every country and take a great picture before the sun goes down. <laughs> so about an hour, I started in Canada and was booking my way. Took about a hundred pictures in Canada. I was like, okay, thank <laughs> God. Went around to, uh, to France. Oh no, went to UK. Went to France and made my way all the way around and hoped I got some good stuff. Some stuff was great. Some stuff was eh, okay, but yeah, it was fun. It was a fun little challenge, personal challenge for myself. And then it was fun to share with everyone. Yeah, that was a cool series for sure. I think my, probably aside from the Magic Kingdom, my second favorite park to take pictures at is probably Hollywood Studios. Really? I think it's, it's close between Hollywood Studios and Epcot, but I'd say Hollywood Studios just because I love Hollywood Boulevard and Hollywood Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard. Man, <laughs> nice image down, Sunset Boulevard. Golly. Tower Terror the in the Tower background. Terror, I can't. All the palm trees leading to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, man. Leading so lines. I, I don't know how many times I've taken pictures of Tower Terror. That's, again, one of those things. It's Even though I have a bajillion pictures of it, I always feel compelled to take more every trip. Of course. I need another hundred pictures of this building. Yep. And I just love the colors of all the buildings on yes. Hollywood Boulevard and Sunset Boulevard. They're oh, so yeah. vibrant and bright. Love Especially it. when you get a popping blue sky behind them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there you have it. Yeah. Instagram, photography, editing guys, tips. Yeah, if you guys have any more questions about any of this, shoot us an email or tweet us and... Uh, We'll either get back to you, or if there we've got enough, if we've got enough questions, then we might just do a, a continuing segment on this later on. For sure, and be sure to follow Ryan at Disney Single Rider on Instagram. Yep. You can follow me at Oh Yeah Disney on Instagram, and let us know uh, what photos you like. Tag us in some of your photos so we can see what you've done. Yeah, I mean it's awesome. Definitely follow us. It'll be fun. We're in this together, guys. This week's trip tip is about the Haunted Mansion. Yay! Hooray! (laughs) Favorite. Yay, mine too. So, I've got a couple of tips here. And they're all before you ride your doom buggy. So, when you first get into the Haunted Mansion, uh, after you've walked to the queue, hey, that's us, the queue! So you get into the Haunted Mansion, Woo! and uh, you're in the, the fireplace room with the changing portrait. So when you walk up to the changing portrait, uh, you can either enter to the stretching room on your left or your right. And I have figured out how to know which door is going to open. Do you go to the left or to the right? You never know which one's going to open. So if you walk up close, obviously if there's not a huge crowd in front of you, but if you're in there, kind of towards the front, if you walk up, you can vaguely hear uh, through the doors uh, the people that are in front of you. So if you're on, say, for example, if you're on the left of the fireplace and you can hear the dialogue of the ghost host in that room and it's just started or, you know, it's early on or whatever, then you know that door's not going to open because people are in there. So that means the door on the right is going to open. And I've, Whoa. Yeah. And I've been in there before where I've been on the left and I've heard it on the right side of the fireplace. So it's like, oh, okay, the door's going to open over here. So if I just like walk up to that wall and that door opens, boom, I'm the first one in the stretching room. Oh, yeah. So, and then the follow-up tip is once you get into the stretching room, where's the door? There are no doors. <laughs> no windows and no doors. So do you want me to tell them this next part, Ryan? You can. All right, I'll tell them. So when you go, so let's say we're going to the left of the fireplace. Yes. Into the stretching room. Once you enter the left room, your door to go out is going to be on the right. Yes. So So it's the opposite of the way that you go in. So if you go to the one on the right of the fireplace, the door is going to be on the left. Yes. And Ryan, how do you know where this door is? Well, there are two ways. One, if you just envision these doors, if you hover above the Haunted Mansion, basically this hallway leading to the Doom Buggies is behind the fireplace, so they funnel in towards the middle. 
So stretching room on the left, stretching room on the right, they're going to funnel into the middle. Yep. But if you can't remember that, when you're in the stretching room, if you look around, doors like elevators and whatnot obviously have sensors because they don't want to close on people and hurt anyone. So you can see that just a little sliver around the edge of the door, these little red sensors. And that's where you know where the door is. So go for those red sensors. And this is important only really if you just want to get ahead of everyone. Because yes. it's like, it's a lot A lot of people that are going to come out and funnel all funnel yep. in to this one queue line. We're the queue. <laughs> and it can take a while. So we always try to be the first one out of the stretching room so we can run down there and get on the ride quicker. Because I don't like being But eventually we're like all sardines. just going to be on a doom buggy. It's so true. It just depends if you're in a hurry or not. But... Another fun side note, which I didn't know about. So we recently talked about this tip on our latest vlog on our Oh Yeah Disney YouTube account. Check us out. And someone commented on this tip and said that like it's awesome to get out first, but if you stay back and are one of the last ones out of the stretching room, the gargoyles actually whisper to each other. It's very like soft. And you have to listen very carefully, but they whisper. So I never knew that. That's awesome. I want to see if this is true. I've always wanted Which one of those gargoyles. Which I don't know gargoyles. why someone would lie to me. You want a gargoyle? I do. I want I want one in my apartment. I'm surpri- honestly surprised you don't have one. <laughs> Looking I, around and seeing all the other stuff you have here. Yeah, it's been a... Yeah, it's, yeah I, I, I've been wanting one for a while, and I eventually will. I think we're going to have to do like an apartment tour one week. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> and maybe then you can talk about all the stuff that you want. It's ever growing. Still. It's ever changing. Just today I was thinking about adding another bookshelf. Yeah. Well, it's always got growing. a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> one of these days I'll just make it a, a legitimate museum. I'll have to start charging. Mission. <laughs> yeah. You, whenever you come over, I'll have to start charging you. Oh, maybe like 50 cents or something. Dang. Well, there you guys have it. So. Let us know if you've done this, if you knew about this, or if you didn't know about this. Yeah. Uh, And also, if you guys have any tips or tricks or anything like that, share with us, and we'll uh, be glad to share them here on the show. (laughs) So, Ryan, before we close today, how about that voice impersonation you've been promising? I do owe you a voice impersonation, but only if you do Epcot Rooftop Series five times fast. Epcot Rooftop, Epcot Rooftop, Epcot Rooftop, Epcot Rooftop, Epcot Rooftop, Epcot Rooftop, Epcot Rooftop. Yeah! Valid effort. I appreciate that. All right. That'll do. So how about this? I'll attempt to give you two. Okay. So, I'm going to try pump myself up on the spot here. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the queue. I am your host, your ghost host. (laughs) All right, let's see if I can do one more, just for kicks, just for fun. I've always been a fan of, uh, oh, look at all the people, and welcome to the Tiki. Okay, apparently I'm just Arabic. (laughs) 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 Never mind, impersonation number two is getting cut. Change the plans, folks. No, keep it, keep it in there. My goodness, they're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. <laughs> Welcome to the queue. Would you like us, Hushy? <laughs> Thank you. Come again. All See right, you. folks. Well, apparently I've got one voice. It's Apu. Here's Apu, everything. welcome to the quickie mart. <laughs> everything turns into Apu. Yep, apparently. Well, apparently. All right. Well, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> You're welcome. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Are you, are you gonna leave this in? What you can't see is my blushing. <laughs> Audio only. All right. Well, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us in iTunes if you haven't already. I hope you have. Please do. Please. Uh, also, while you're in iTunes, why not go ahead and go to the area where you can click little five stars, give us a little rate and review. Is your southern accent going to turn into Apu as well? (laughs) Probably. I better just stop right there. (laughs) So, yes, we would absolutely love, value your your feedback, whether it be rating, reviewing. uh, But also, you can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, Our handle is the QCast. And Ryan, where can people also find us now? Well, starting today, well, not exactly today, but recently, (laughs) you can follow us. And like us on Facebook. That's right. 
We are Facebook Woo! official. Yay. So same same ending, the QCast. So facebook.com forward slash the QCast. Awesome. And Ryan, where can we find you online? You can find me uh, on Instagram at Disney Single Rider, and you can also go to my personal website, ryanmonette.com. Uh, I've also added a page with the Q and my Instagram as well, Ooh, so you can fancy find us there as well. What about yourself, Scott? You can find me at oyadisney.com. Very nice. And everywhere, oh yeah, Disney. Everywhere. Yes. All so, uh, hey, before we uh, ride off into the sunset, just want to say a couple of awesome things and thank yous. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you everyone who's reached out to us on Twitter or Instagram. I've been getting lots of great comments on my Instagram and uh, I, I've just been loving the the shout outs, but the also feedback, yeah, sure. the feedback as well. Thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah, it's it's been awesome to see how everyone's really digging the show so far. So I did not envision to more how excited I would feel reading all that. Yeah. Like I thought like, oh cool, one day I'd get like people responding and stuff like that, and that'll be neat. But actually like reading like this is a tangible thing. There are people listening to us. And so hearing what you guys have to say, what you have to think how it makes you excited, like, is truly amazing to how us. How it fills the empty holes in your heart. <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate it. And with your generous and amazing reviews and uh, whatnot on iTunes as well, we re- had a uh, one-day achievement. We reached... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number one under the places and travel category on iTunes, which is a subcategory for society and culture, which we are 66th at. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good little milestone. 66th on society and culture, number one on places and travel. That's correct? right. Yes. Yes. So it, we were there for like how many days? At least two or something yeah. like that. Two days. I don't know exactly how we got there, but we yeah, were there. I, I don't know how they judge that. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, either. Here's what I know. It's because of you. So thank you, everyone who's listened so far, subscribed. Again, leaving a a, a review and a rating, that helps a lot. Totally. We love seeing those. So if you guys haven't yet, please rate and review us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah. We not only appreciate just seeing it, but it also helps us just spread the word. Let us let people know that we're out here because we want to share more with more people. And uh, yeah, one other thing to remind you guys of, uh, as you heard earlier in this episode, send us in your voice impersonations and do that at our, uh, the QCast at gmail.com. Record those on your phone or whatever, however you want to, and just uh, send those right on over. And we would love to hear your voice doing whatever voice you decide to do. That we would. Yeah. All right, Scott. So... Also, before we go. (laughs) More? There's more? There's just one more little detail. But wait, there's more. But wait. So, I've got news for you. Sweet. I like news. But we're past the news section, Ryan. That's true. This is, it's kind of one of those things where I've saved the best for last. Oh. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, next week, I will be going to Disney World. Yay! I'm super excited. Uh, Our our live studio audience, please clap. Applause. The the sign wasn't working. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. (laughs) The the red applause sign works now. So, yeah, it kind of sprung up last minute. I was trying to work out a time with work, and uh, lo and behold, the best option was this coming week. So (laughs) So I'll be there Wednesday through Sunday, and wait a minute. Next weekend, uh, oh, so that must mean that uh, Scott and I might not have an opportunity to record episode five. So what we're going to do is uh, we're actually going to release for episode five a little pre-record. So next week will be a, a, a pre-recorded episode, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be awesome. If anything, it's, it's going to be even more awesome. Totally. Super awesome. Because as the numbers grow, the awesomeness grows. <laughs> Is that how that works? I think so. I think that's what they say. <laughs> and uh, as so, 
I've been reading in some of my comments, I made a remark in uh, one of our previous episodes about how I've been wanting to do a, a, a mac and cheese tour at the parks. So that would be awesome. Some of you have also expressed interest in this. So do me a favor, tweet me your favorite mac and cheese at the Walt Disney World Parks, and I will try them on this upcoming trip. I will tweet about them. And then in a future episode, we will put together a nice little review and rank the top mac and cheeses found at Walt Disney World, Orlando, Florida. Yummy. Looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. And with that, we've reached the end of the queue. It's time for you to hop on board, strap in, hang tight, and enjoy the ride. See you guys. See ya. I feel like I should plug our website as well. Oh yeah, Disney.com. <laughs> I don't know why I always Guys, leave that whatever, one out. whatever medium of information <laughs> there is at Oh yeah, Disney. So you can go to the yellow pages. They have an ad in the yellow pages. <laughs> the they've what? got the what pages? They've got uh owls that fly out. We do. Headwick. Yep. yep. They've also got uh blimps with uh, billboards. Ooh. And uh, they've got uh, the airplanes with the flags that say, oh, yeah, you'll Disney. Find Myrtle Beach. Yeah. They, oh, I, I also really love the, the new edition you did, the, uh, the, the parachuting guys. Mm. Yeah, with the smoke coming out behind them. Yeah, and then they, they fly like, down into arenas and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. They, they spell, oh, yeah, Disney with the smoke. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that was a good one.